Okay, Boker, not in Boker Tov, it's Sahoraim Tov. We don't get too many Sahoraim Tovs on the recording. So, good afternoon. It's February 28th, and we are doing a little catch up session because uh, we missed a day. Kuf Yudzain, what are we doing? I forgot where we are. Hold on. Kuf Tedzain Amud Bet, Mishnah. Kuf Yudzain, Mishnah, Amud Bet. There we go. Shatfan Nahar. Okay, good. Got it. Kufi Zayin Amud Bet, about 10, 12 lines at the bottom of the page, Mishnah. Right, we're going to do two Kufi Yudchet. Okay, Shatfan Nahar, Omer Lo Hareshel Chalafan Echa. So the guy stole the, the field, it's a continuation from the, from the prior Mishnah, and then, you know, it got flooded. It was, the river overflowed, it's flooded the field. So you tell the guy, Hareshel Chalafan Echa, here's your field, Faddal. That's what the Mishnah says. Okay, Tanur Rabbanan. So now we see in the Baraita, it's actually Mahloket. The Bil Azar says you have to replace the field. And Chachamim say, no, you just tell him, Marisha Chalafanecha. When I says, my coming, forget what's the Mahloket about, what's the basis behind this Mahloket? The Bil Azar, Darash Ribuye Umeute. So he's Doresh the Psukim in a Ribuye Umeut format. The pasuk is the pasuk we talk about returning uh, objects that you stole. Pasuk says nefesh kitehayta uma alam maal badonai v'kichesh ba amito v'pikadon u betsumet yad u begezel u ashaket amito. Pasuk says the person sinned and he denied that he was given a deposit or a loan or he stole from his friend. Okay, that's the pasuk. So Rabbi Elazar's Doreshes pasuk in in ribui miut fashion ribui so it says vikichesh pamito you deny that's a ribui deny what anything then you tell me pikadon that's already miet and then kol asheri shava alav which is the pasuk afterwards it's the next pasuk if I remember correctly let me see yeah or mikol asheri shava alav la sheker v'shilem oto berosh oh right or anything that you swore falsely about is the pasuk right v'chamishito yosef alav you have to add the one uh, one fifth. They have to give it to the person. So there you go. The pasuk kol asheri shava is again a ribui. So it's miut of it's ribui of kichesh ba'amito. Then the miut of pikadon sumit yad, and then kol asheri shava alav lasheker hazar v'riba. And once you do that, it's riba v'miet v'riba riba kol. And what do you do with the miut? Okay, umay rabe rabe kol mili. Therefore, anything I have to return anything, including land. You stole the land. Got to give it back. Okay. Umay mi'et. What's the mi'ut for? Mi'et shtarot. It was shtarot, the most uncommon, uh, you know, to land, a, a document, which doesn't have intrinsic value. Okay. And it's movable as opposed to land. So that's the most uh, uncommon. So we knock out shtarot. If you stole the shtar, you don't have to give back the shtar. If it got destroyed or whatever, fine. And therefore, land, you would have to say, go, goes back. Right, so therefore, Rabbanan, who said no, the land doesn't go back. You say Rashi Chalafanecha, Darshek Klale Uperate. They doresh the same pesukim, but in Klal Prat Klal format. Vikichesh, you denied it. Klal, Pikadon Prat, Vitel. Oh, Mikola, Ol Chazar VeKalal, Klal Uprat Uklal. Edadan Elke Ena Prat. So now you got to look at the, the the details and see what's common characteristic of the details. Map Prat Davara Metaltel. It's movable. Vigufomamon it has intrinsic value. So af called davara metaltel vigufomamon. And therefore I would have to return anything that has intrinsic value that's movable. Yatsu karkaot, that would exclude land, Shainan Metalklin, because they're not movable. Yatsu Avadim Shukshulo Karkaot, that would exclude slaves because Torah compares them to Karka. And Yatsu Shtarot, Sha'afa Pisha Metalklin, even though they're movable, 
and Gufan Mamon, they don't they are not intrinsically valuable. They represent value, but they themselves are not value. And therefore, those three are knocked out. So Chachamim say, you don't need to return the land. Why? Because it was excluded from this Pasuk based on the Klal Prat Klal. Whereas the Bielazah says, no, you need to replace the field. Good. Manah is going to question this um, explanation of the Machloket between Chachamim and the Bielazah. V'hadetanya ha'gozel tapara v'shatva nahar hayav l'almid lo para divrei Rebiel Azar chachamim omrim omel lo hareshel chalafanecha hata b'maykam iflege we have the same machloket regarding an ox now or a cow para says the Rebiel Azar says you you have to return the cow chachamim is still saying hareshel chalafanecha and now you have a problem because when you're telling me now that I have to return the cow well the cow is intrinsically valuable and it's metaltel. So according to Chachamim, I would also need to return this. Why am I saying that I don't have to return it? And why are they saying allowed to say if the river you know, uh, washed away the cow that I stole? doesn't make any sense. So my answer is back. You know, you know what the case is talking about over here about this Banaita? It's not that you just stole the ox. You stole the ox and the, uh, sorry, you stole the land and the ox. The ox was on the land. So you didn't make an actual theft of the ox itself. The ox was resting on the land. You stole the land. And therefore, it was like a Kinyan Agav type of thing. And therefore, Chachamim and Nabi Azad are still arguing the same way. Since the para came to you, you never actually made a Mishichah. Look at Ashi on the top, on the top of Kufrichet. She says, Para Gazlan lo Meshacha. He didn't make a Kinyan, he made Meshichah. I acquired it like Karka. It was a Kinyan Agav, the way I required the land. Of stealing the land, I also stole the cow. And therefore, going back, the, the, the returning is the same. Since I could say, on the karka, I could say the same for this particular cow. And Hachanami, Hachami would have to agree that if I pulled the cow itself and made a separate act of theft on the cow, that you would have to return the cow. But this Baraita is not talking about that. It's talking about this scenario where you stole the karka and the cow at the same time together through the acquisition of the karka, and therefore you don't have to return the cow. And therefore, it's not a contradiction to the way we explain the Baraita, of the, the way we explain the Mishnah. Good. Next. New Mishnah. Hagozat havero o shilvahim menu. You stole from your friend or you lent him. O shivkid lo. You gave him a deposit. Right? They do. They are both learning the same way. What do you mean? In the, in the, in the case of the Shatva Nahar, it's saying, Chachamim l'ta'ameh, nebiyazah l'ta'amayu. Both the same. Yeah, they're both learning the same way. So we're saying basically it's the same exact mahloket because the way that you acquired the cow is the same way you acquired the land over there. So you don't have to give back the cow in that scenario. If you had you made a separate Mishicha, you would have to give back the cow, even according to Chachamim. Okay. Mishnah gozelt havero o shilvahu. You guys stole from his friend, borrowed from him. Hilvahimenu, you borrowed from him. Or if kidlo, you gave him a deposit. By Yeshuv, if, you, if it, this transaction occurred in the city, the theft or the borrowing or whatever it was, or the deposit, lo yachzilo bamidbar. Can't give it back, you know, in a place that's desolate. Almenat latset bamidbar, but if you made a condition in the beginning, right, that you want to give it back in the desert, so now you can give it back in the desert. And okay, so obviously, Mara's going to ask Pshita when we get to that point, but in the meantime, right now it says if you took the loan, let's say, right, you borrowed from the money in the city, you have to pay back in the city, can't pay the guy out in the Midbar. The difference is that in the city, things are protected, and the Midbar is, uh, you know, Wild West, you know, anything can happen. So Mara says, Urminhu, Milve, Mishtalemit, Bechomakom, the Baraita contradicts the Mishnah. The, the, the Baraita says you can pay back a loan any place you want. And then our Mishnah says if you borrow in the city, you got to pay back in the city. We'll make up your mind. Amar Abaye, no, no. Hachi ka'amar. Milve nitna li tava b'chol makom. 
When you, the baraita is not talking about you paying back. It's saying that the malveh can ask for the money wherever we are. Which means even if you lent in the city, if the malveh asks for it in the midbar, you have to pay him in the midbar. So whenever he can ask wherever he wants. But the malve, the love coming to pay back without the mal, without the request of the malveh has to give it back in the place where it was taken from. Okay. But, but a lost object or a deposit, right? you can't ask back for it in, in the place. You can only ask back for it in the place where you were given it, where it was given. So you can't tell the guy, oh, you know, watch this deposit for me and then return it for me, uh, you know, in China. Oh, no, it doesn't work that way. You, you want to come pick it up, you pick it up where, it is, where, you, where you gave it to me. I don't have to come run after you to give it to you. Fine. Thank you very much. We made a condition that you're going to give it to me now and I'm going to pay you back in the desert. I told you, hey, I'll take it alone, but I'm not paying you back till we go to the midbar or whatever, for whatever reason. We'll throw the caravan and we're going somewhere. We're traveling. I'll give it to you over there. And the guy said, okay. So Pshita says, well, what do you need to tell me this for? And I said, no. You know, what happened over here is, the guy says, do me a favor. I need you to watch over this for me because I'm going traveling. I have a you know, business to, trip to take. So okay, the, Amar Le, the guy who was giving it to, Told him, Guess what? I also need to go on the business trip to the same place. And therefore, if you want me to take it, You should know that if I, I'm, giving, I'm leaving myself an option, that I'm, I'll give it back to you over there even if I want, if I so choose. So basically, that's the case. The case is that it's not that I said I'm, I'm going to give it back, you're going to give it to me, and I'm going to watch it, but I'm going to give it back to you over here. And you said, Okay, and you gave it to me. So that's Pashut. You know, the case is that the person taking the deposit left himself an option. Because the guy says, I'm going to the Midbar. He says, guess what? I also need to travel. And therefore, if I so choose, I'm going to give it to you back over there. Fine. Next. Mishnah. What do you mean by both would work? What's the other one? Correct. Because I gave myself an option. Correct. Mishnah. Right? I said any of the following to my friend. I stole from you. I borrowed from you. You gave me a deposit to watch. I'm not sure if I paid you back what I stole, if I paid you back what I borrowed, if I gave you back a deposit. I'm not sure. I don't know. Did I give it to you or not? Okay? So it says, I don't know if I gave it back or not. Mishnah says, you, you, you said that you have it and you're not sure you gave it back, well then you need to pay. But if my claim is, I'm not sure if I stole from you. I'm not sure if I paid you back from the loan. I'm not sure if I returned the deposit, then I don't need to pay. That's what the Mishnah seems to say. So you're claiming that you had a chiyuv, but you're not sure if you discharged that chiyuv. We say you have to pay. You're saying you're not sure if you ever had the chiyuv. Altogether, you don't need to pay. Okay, that's the Mishnah. Says the Gemara. We don't, that's a great question. It's exactly what the Gemara is going to address right now. Okay? What's the claim of the counterparty? Okay? So, right, the Gemara is going to address that right now. Itmar. Gemara says, here we go. Baraita. Maneli biadcha. Okay? I tell the guy, hey, you owe me $100. The hala omer eni yodaya. The guy responding says, I don't know. Rav Huna v'rav Yehuda. Amre hayav. V'rav Nachman v'rav Yohanan amre patur. Okay. So we have mahlukit, mahlukit between uh, between the Rabbi Yehuda and, and Rav Huna versus Rav, Rav Nachman and Rabbi Yohanan. So the first pair say Chayav, Rabbi Yehuda and Rav Huna say Chayav, you have to pay back. And Rabbi Nachman, uh, Rav Nachman and Rabbi Yohanan say you don't pay back. 
Okay? Rav Hunav, Rav Yehuda, Amre Chayav, why? They're going to tell us why. Bari Veshema, Bari Adif. The guy claiming, hey, you owe me $100 is claiming, buddy, I know. You didn't pay me back. You owe me $100. And the other guy is saying, well, I'm not sure if I owe you that money or not. And therefore, the claim of buddy is adif. According to them, you have to pay back. Okay, that makes sense. What about Rav Nachman and Rabbi Yohanan? Rav Nachman and Rabbi Yohanan are patur. Uki mamona becheskat mare. Well, right now, the other guy is the one who has the money in his pocket. You want to take that money away from him? You better be absolutely sure. Because we say chazaka. We say, uh, you have the proof to prove it. You have the burden of proof. And this guy's saying he's not sure if he owes you the money. Mahlokit. Fine. And now we're going to come into our Mishnah, Max, and try to figure out what was the claim of the other party based on this Mahlokit. Okay? So he says, Tanan, our Mishnah, Right? The Mishnah and the Seifa says, I'm not sure if, um, if you let me money or not. We say you don't have to pay. Max says, hey, Chidami, what was the case here? If you want to tell me that the, the other party was not asking for the money at all, right? The lender is not asking for the money. And I just woke up to a guy and said, well, I'm not sure if, you, if I owe you any money. So then you have to say, the nami right? And therefore, am I hayav? Right? The assumption is the case of the Mishnah is, is uniform. If the seifa is that the guy, that the lender didn't ask for the money, the reisha, the guy also didn't ask for the money, Right? And therefore, if that's true, then why do I need to pay if he didn't ask me for the money? Right? Ela, you have to say, no, it doesn't make any sense to say that. You have to say, the katavale. For sure, the Reisha case is that the party is asking for his money. He's asking for his gezel. He's asking us for pikadon. And the other guy is saying, I'm not sure. And therefore, you have to pay. If that's true, then the seifa has to be that case also, in that, that he's asking for the money. Right? And therefore, the seifa, the ktani seifa, patumi l'shalim. Okay, and that's a challenge now to the opinion that says Chayav, right? Because according to Rav, 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 Rav Yehuda, Rav Yehuda, you say that when the guys with Bari Vishema, Bari Adif, well, in the case of the Seifa of the Mishnah, we're saying that the first guy is asking for the money, that's his Bari claim, and the second guy is saying, I'm not sure, and the Mishnah says Patur, that's against your opinion. And therefore, the one answers back, Lo Le'olam Dekdelo Katavale. Really, the case of the Mishnah is the, the, the lender, the depositor, the, the guy who got stolen from, is not asking for anything. And then, and then I need to explain the Reisha, why do I need to pay if he's not asking for anything, right? The Reisha, which means the, the Gazlan is, yeah, he wants to make Teshuvah. He wants to make Teshuvah. He's offering the information. I think I stole from you. I didn't pay you back. I think you gave me the deposit. I didn't give back to you. I want to make myself yotzei yadei shamayim, and therefore he's coming to offer the money. And therefore, when it says chayav, is that's because that's the only way you're going to be yotzei yadei shamayim. You might have the guy's money. You might not. How do I know? What do I do? Nothing. You have to pay back. That's the only way to be yotzei yadei shamayim. And therefore, there's no challenge to me from the mishnah. Okay. It marnami statement says similarly. Amar bichia baraba. Amar biyohanan haomer lachaviro maneli biatcha vehala omer eni yodeya. Hayav bevala set yadei shamayim. Period. That's it. It's all about you want to be yotzei yadei shamayim, and therefore you want to be sure you want to cover all your bases. So if you think you owe, then you owe. Fine. For the payment back or for the return of the deposit? Yeah. So you're right, technically. But you know, the talk with the old people, that was a verbal conversation. I mean, if, it, if it's a, let's say, uh, you know, um, the guy's business that he watches over things, of course he's going to give receipts. Let's say, you know, you, you send your, your clothes to the cleaners. So he gives you a receipt for your clothes. 
You take back the clothes, you have a receipt, right? You pick up your shirt. So you want to pick up your shirt for the cleaners, you give him a receipt. But, you know, we talk about a friend. Do me a favor, watch this for me. I don't give the guy a receipt. Then give me a receipt. To write. It's not the way it works, you know? So you talk about a scenario where there wasn't one, obviously. Otherwise, you're right. In a Hanami, if there was something writing, the guy would say, no problem, show me the receipt, you know? Very good. Okay. Why? No, supporting. Only, that's only saying, that's, that's not against, that's supporting, it's supporting the answer that we just said. When we say that you have to pay, it's talking about the Mishnah itself. That's what we're explaining the Mishnah now. Which means the halacha is correct. That's exactly correct. No, he's not. No, and the Mishnah is saying, and that's correct. And what is what is it? It is it, 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 it's not the Mishnah's case in that the guy's asking for the money, but the ruling is fitting with the way we explain the Mishnah because the ruling is saying Chayav only bebalat say So it says. That's correct. That's correct. It's only Bidei Shammai. I mean, which means the really the ruling on this Baraita would really say Patur. It's saying Chayav because it's Baraita Bidei Shammai, which means Itmanami. Now we understand. The case is, of course, Always. You have no ch- If I see any Odea, you can't force me to pay. Right? You bring me the proof. When you bring me the proof, I'll pay you. But in the meantime, if you want to be Odea Bidei Shammai, which always say, then you got to be Chayav. Good. Yalla Mishnah. Gonev Talemina Aider Bechazira Umet. Onignav. Guy stole a sheep from the flock, okay, and then he put he put it back into the flock. But that sheep that was then then died or was stolen, Mishnah says He's responsible. The thief is responsible for it. He stole it, put it back. He's responsible. We have to see why. Okay, loyad ubealim. Right? If they didn't know log gnevato belo hazirato umanu tatson ushlemahi patur. If the owners of the flock didn't know it was stolen and didn't know it was returned, which means he stole it and gave it back before they ever realized anything happened, and they counted the flock before it was stolen or died, then he's patur. Okay, that's what the Mishnah says. So Mishnah says two parts. First part says he stole it, put it back, and then the animal died, right? He's going to be responsible. Or then the other, the Sefas, they don't know what happened, not in, the, not in the theft and not in the return, and they counted it, patur. That's what the Mishnah says. Okay? There's going to be a few uh, explanations of this Mishnah coming up now. Amarav, Ledaat, Sarich Daat, Shelo Ledaat, Minyan Potir. Okay? Ruling number one. Rav says, if the theft was realized, right, the owner knows something was missing, Ledaat, Sarich Daat, then you have to inform him of the return. He has to know you gave it back. He Once he knew it was missing, you can't put it back without him knowing. You have to tell him. Shelo Ledaat, if you took it and he didn't find out yet, minyan poter, it's enough that he counts and realizes everything is there. He didn't know it was missing, and then he counts and it's full. You're patur now. That's the first explanation, which means shaloladat. I don't have to inform him that it was stolen. I can just put it back, but I will be chayav unless he counts. When he counts, I'll be patur. That's the first explanation of the Mishnah. 
וכי קטני ומנו את הצאן, when it said in the Mishnah, that they counted, והיא שלמה, they found the full count, הספה. It's going on the Sefa in the scenario that he didn't know was stolen. Lo yadu, right? Vignevato, velo behazarato. And then you manu, it's going on that case. That you could be off the hook when, when they counted it, when, you didn't, when they didn't know that it was gone. Good. Okay? Vihishalema, uh, Asefa. Good. Next, next opinion. Shmuel Amar, first was Rav. This is Shmuel now. Shmuel says, no, that's not how you do it. Uh, hold on a second. Hold on a minute, I gotta do something for my wife. One second, pause. So Shmuel on the Mishnah is saying like this. Shmuel Amar, different explanation of Mishnah. Ben Ledat, Ben Shelo Ledat. One second, I lost you guys on my screen. Hold on, I don't see you. Okay, got you back. Okay. Shmuel Amar, Ben Ledat, Ben Shelo Ledat, Minyan Potir. Shmuel says the timeout. That doesn't matter if the guy knows you stole it or he doesn't. He knows you, 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 you didn't know. It doesn't make a difference. If the guy counted and he found it was full, even if he knew it was stolen, you'd be patur. The ganav would be patur. Okay, and therefore, v'chi ketani umanu v'hi shelema patur akula. When it says in the Mishnah at the end that they counted and they found it full, that's both cases of the Mishnah, the Reisha and the Seifa. A full count will would exclude the ganav no matter what. Even when he knew it was stolen, or now he knows it's back, he counted and it's full. He knew it was missing one, and now all of a sudden it's back. So finish. He knows it was back. Good. I don't need to. I need. I don't need to inform him that I returned it. Okay. That was opinion two. Opinion number three. Rabbi Yochanan Omer, no, no. Leda'at minyan poter. Shelo leda'at afilu minyan namilo. Lo tzarich. Minyan namilo tzarich. Vikit katene umanu etatzon vihishilema aresha. Okay, according to Rabbi Yochanan, like this. When we say that the, the, the uh, he knew it was stolen, the count will let you off the hook when he knows. If you stole it without the person knowing, even putting it back on its own without him ever finding out anything, without even counting, doesn't matter. He never knew it was stolen, and you just put it back in the flock, patur, even if he doesn't count. That's the biyohanat. Okay, and therefore when it says, umanu tatson in the Mishnah, that's only going on the reisha. Okay, the seifa, where the guy didn't know, doesn't even need a count. You patur automatically from dropping it back into the flock. Okay, Rav Chizdam are the fourth opinion now. Leda'at minyan poter. Okay, if he knows it was stolen, then and he counts and he sees it's full, that's put now you're going to be patur, even without him, without informing him physically. Just the count will negate the theft. Okay, if you stole it without him knowing, you can't just put it back. You have to actually inform him that you took it and put it back. It goes back on the Resha case that the count will negate the theft when he knew about it, but if you took it without him knowing and put it back, you have to inform him that you took it and put it back to make you patur. Rav Chizda. Good? Okay. Amarava, my ta'amad Rav Chizda. Okay? What's the reason for Rav Chizda to say that I have to inform him that it was taken? Right? What's the problem? Right. So he says, Ho'il ve'anketen nagre brayata. 
What does that mean? According to Rashi, Rashi says, you, you, but the fact that you pulled it out of the flock, this this uh, this sheep became a wanderer. He got used to wandering. So he needs extra Shemirah now. Just putting him back into the flock is not enough. He might break off on his own and run away. So you need to tell him, I took this one. It was on its own. Be, uh, watch it. Be, be a little more careful. That's what Rashi explains. Rashi says, Limda, second line on top, if you want to read it. Limda latzet chutz. When I when they knew it was stolen and now they count it and they find that it's back, so they know, oh, okay, that this one is back over here. I gotta be more careful now because it was out of the flock. But if I took it without him without him knowing, I have to inform him so he watches it carefully. Okay. Did he say this? Right, Rava says someone who saw the person steal a, a sheep from his flock, Dide, Virama Bekala, and he screamed at the guy, Vishadye, right, and he dropped it. Viloya da i hadre ilohadre. He doesn't know if it was actually placed back into the flock or not. He just dropped it. Umet onignav hayabachrayuto. Okay, it would be chayav for the for for uh, uh, for 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 any uh, you know outcome of theft or the animal dying. So over here is that's without without knowing for sure. He's saying Khayav. I says, My love, Afalgavdemane, even even if it isn't it that the guy counted and still you're gonna make him Khayav. Before Rava told us that if he counted you'd be patur, and therefore it seems like a contradiction. Mana says, Law, no, the low money. Okay? No, just did this but I told about that didn't count. If you counted and found it full in a khanami, that it would be patur. Fine. And now we're gonna challenge Rav's opinion. Right? Did Rav really say, like we said before, that he was the one that says it, that uh, Rav was was going on the Sefer, right? Uh, let's go back for a minute. Yeah, yeah. Okay? So when you know you're stolen, you have to inform him that you're returning it, and with, 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 uh, without him knowing that the count is enough, right? So Rav says, did Rav really say that? Right? You put it back into the flock, right? In the middle of the desert. Yatsa. So what does that mean? How could I? Uh, she says, Right? There's no count over there. You need to either have da'at or a minyan. The assumption over here that in the midbar there's no there's no minyan. They're not counting anything. He's not there. So I went over. I know where these guys uh, he grazes his animals. There's nobody there. It's the middle of no place. I dropped one of the stolen animals in there. Now, how is that going to make Rav Patur? According to Rav, they only be Patur, right, with a count. So the one answers back, Now she says that the spotted ones, right? Right? Okay, apparently, unless they change the word, was the Bach one over there? Yeah, yeah. Who must? He says that the Hagaota Bach says, Nichtabetzito Tale Talu, Talu, spotted. Yeah, that was crazy. Tergum Unculus, Rakua. Right, so it's spotted. I mean, when the animal is something very visible, right, that it's a visible animal, it's not, doesn't match the other ones. Then he's more dead, he could just drop it into the flock. It doesn't need a count. It doesn't need anything. Right? All of a sudden, he's got a you know, white sheep, and you drop the white, black, and spotted one in there. And he knows it's there. Fine. Exactly. There's nothing, there's nothing to count. It's visible. That's what he's saying. Okay, fine. 
Manasseh says, shall we say that this machloket between these, uh, uh, these Amoraim over here, that we have just four opinions, is also machloket Tanaim. Lema ketanae. Hagonifta lemina edel, right? Vesila minakis. Right, you stole a sheep from the flock, or an, uh, what do you call it? a coin from the from the you know from the wallet. You got to put it back where you took it from. You need to inform, right? You can't just put it back. You need to tell the owner that you put it back. Okay, so the Mora says, the Hava Amina right now that both these opinions, the Bishmael and the Biakiva, are holding from Rabbi Yitzchak. What does he hold? The Amar Rabbi Yitzchak, Adam Asui lemashmesh bikiso kol sha'a. Person is always checking his pockets, always checking his wallet. He knows how much money he has on him at all times. Assumption right now, the Bishmael and the Biakiva are holding from this svara that a person is usually knows what he has in his wallet at all times. And the Bishmael is telling you over here, right, that he need dots to turn it back, right? Uh, Rabbi Yishmael says, no, you don't need that. You don't need that. You put it back. And Rabbi Akiva says, you need that. Okay? And then what would they be arguing about? They'd be arguing in the opinion of Rav Shmuel. Do I have to inform or not? Okay? Even when it wasn't unknown. Well, the answer is, no. Okay? Old pan. So what are we talking about over here? Rabbi says, no, it's not, it's not Machloket Tanaim. What Rabbi Yohanan and Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Ishmael, I'm sorry, Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Akiva are arguing about is Taleh Shelol Ledat. Okay? They're arguing in the Taleh, and I didn't know it was gone, and they're arguing Rabbi Yohanan. Okay? Which is the second half of the, of the, the, the case of do I have to inform? Look at how she says, now she says, where is he? I saw it before, my love. Uh, my love, Vesela. She says, Pligi Ladat, get the pretty sheet. Viadua Bealim Bignevato, the Kaama de Bishmael, Minyan Poter. Shadama Sulmashmesh Pikiso, right? The Bishmael is saying, No, no, you don't need to know. You count it and you're off the hook because the person is counting his money all the time. Umane, the Hishelema Patur, Ucheshmuel, the Amar Ladat, Minyan Poter. Right? When I know that it's gone, counting is enough according to Shmuel. And therefore, when I answer back, no. That's not what they argue about. It says that she, When he doesn't know, you just drop it off. That was the Yohanan's opinion. So Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Ishmael, is like Rabbi Yohanan. You wanted to say they're arguing like in Rav and Shmuel, and now we're saying no, they're arguing the other two opinions. Okay, it's like uh, you could drop it off according to Rabbi Yohanan, that would be Rabbi Ishmael. But Rabbi Akiva, Kerav Chizda, even if you didn't know you took it, you need to put it back. So we tried to say it was a machloket tanaim of Rav and Shmuel, and now we're turning it around and saying no, it's a machloket of Rabbi, Rabbi Yohanan and Rav Chizda. Fine. Continue the Mara now. Mara says, uh, qualification now. He says like this: If the person took it from the reshut of the baal, shomer sheganav mirishut baalim, he took it from the owner. Nobody disagrees. You have to tell the person that you took it. You have to tell the person you gave it back. That, he says that what they're arguing about, Kamifliga, is that the Shomer was given it to, show, to, to watch over. 
means he didn't didn't come into his possession as a theft from the beginning. It came into his possession as please watch over this. Okay? And now that he wants to be Sholeh Yad in the Picadon, that's what they start arguing about. Okay? Okay, that you have to return it back to the place you took it from. Akiva holds that once you've Sholeh Yad, you're not a Shomer anymore. Okay? And Rabbi Ishmael Savar, no, lo kata lo shmirato. His shmira is not over, and therefore you could just drop it back without him knowing. I was a shomer, I had the, play, the object, I was sholeach yad. He never knew about the shilichut yad. He knew it was in my possession all the time. I drop it back, I put it back where it was. He would never know the difference. I moved it from uh, you know his, his pile to my pile without him watching. No, no, take it back, I put it back in his pile. So Rabbi Ishmael, that's fine. According to Rabbi Akiva, no. You took it, you had to tell him. Okay, fine. Malah says, all right, lema minyan poter tana'ihi. Shall we say the counting in general would be a mahlokit tana'im? Would that be enough to let the ganab off the hook? The tanya. Ha-gozelt havero vivilealo b'hashbon. Stole money from the guy. And you know, you want to pay him back, but you're embarrassed to admit that we did. So you know, you're buying something. You throw a few extra dollars into the account to pay back the money you hashod. Okay? Hivilealo b'hashbon. Tanya hada yatsa. One opinion says, you fulfill the obligation. Tanya idach lo yatsa. The other Baraita says, you didn't fulfill the obligation. Sevarua, they want to say again, take us for granted. That a person always knows how much money he's got on him. And therefore, what, what are they arguing about over here that you tell me I'm, I'm Yotze in, in throwing it back into the pile? My, because meaning the assumption is now that he knew about it. If you're holding the person eventually counted the money and realized that there's extra money over here, right? So then what are they arguing about? My love, the one that says now I fulfill my obligation holds that counting is enough. Once the guy counted it and realized that it's there, I've I'm now for, I returned my lost object. And then, it's not enough. You need to inform him of the theft until you put it back. You're great. You what you're you, you're given at the beginning was that both opinions held from be its hak. If they really did hold from be its hak, there would be no machloket. Everyone would agree that counting would be enough because the guy counted, he knows it's there, and it's over. Finish. Ella be What they are arguing about is the be its hak itself. More itla be its hak or more lenla be its hak. Right. The the what they argue about is a person always familiar with exactly how much money he has in his pocket or not. Okay. The ibait ema another possibility. Why? Why? Yeah. Who? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, you have to assume that he know there was a theft, no? Right. Look at Rashi. The way Rashi explains the way I'm saying it. Look at Rashi. You see it? It's like towards the bottom, three three quarters of the page down on the Rashi. Right? I was embarrassed to tell you I showed it. I just threw it into the pile. So, yeah, so he says, Adam Asul Mashmesh, 
ולמנות כמה בכיסו הוא בזה, ומיד מנה אחריו, הוא מצא יותר מדמי המקח, והכיר שיחזיר לו גזלתו. Yeah, he knew it was stolen. He knew the guy owed money. Like, you know, and he just, you know, he don't want to embarrass the guy also. He's realizing the guy is giving it back and he doesn't want to embarrass him either. So he doesn't say anything. Right? Okay, fine. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, you're right. If he didn't know about it, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have to be a the other guy now, right? Because he didn't know that it was stolen. Right. Okay, fine. Good. More either to be hot. Another, another possibility. Still not a contradiction, even if they both hold from a Bitzhak. He counted it, he put it in his hand, or he counted it, he put it in his pocket. Okay, what does that mean? That's she. Let's see. Adam Asul Mashmesh. Okay. Once I counted it and I put it into his wallet. That would not be. Say again. Thank you. Right, he counted it and put it to his hand. Right, the guy didn't count it. The gazlan counted it. Just dropped it in his hand, and then the guy just threw it into his box without counting it. Right, so maybe what I when I say kiso, the guy's counting. He's really counting what's in his pocket, not what's in his uh, you know his piggy bank. He dropped it in the piggy bank. And he doesn't know what's there. He doesn't know. So you counted it. You know you added the money, but the guy dropped it into, into the thing, right? He dropped it into the thing, and you don't know. But uh, over there, you counted it. He put it in his hand. He put it in his pocket. What's he put in his pocket? So then he knows he's going to count it. Okay, fine. Next. One more time. Both times he put it into his pocket. If the guy's pocket's empty, then he's going to realize what's there. But if he had other money in there, and I had the math up in his head, I don't know what's there, not there. Yeah. Okay, fine. Next. Mishnah. Mishnah. This Mishnah is talking about buying things from somebody that you suspect is stealing. It says you're not allowed to buy from a shepherd wool or milk or, or little uh, goats, baby baby gidi. And you can't buy from someone who's watching a uh, an orchard fruits or twigs. Uh, but you can buy from a woman clothing that was made out, was made out of wool, biyuda, and pishtan in galil, clothing that was made out of flax in the galil. Agalim, little kefs in the Sharon, all those above that we said you're allowed to buy, but if they said to you, Lahatmin, they told you, don't tell anyone, you bought this from me, Asur. Now you know it's already sums up, right? You can buy chicken and eggs any place. That's what the Mishnah says. Okay, so here we go. Gemara. Tanar Banan. En lochim, minaroim, lo aizim, velo gideim, velo gizin, velo tlushin. Lo tlushin, shot semer. Right, you can't buy goats or baby goats. Or shearings, 
right? Or little tushin shel shemer, right? Loose uh, threads of wool. Aval lochin mehen tfurin, but you can buy clothing, sewn clothing. Why? That's theirs, right? They turn the the, the garment, yeah, the wool into the garments. They will be they will be allowed to, they will be allowed to sell those. Velochim mehen chalav ugvina b'midbar velo byishuv. You can buy milk or or a cheese in you know uninhabited areas, not in the yeshuv, okay? Because again, that would be belong to the husband. Velochim mehen arba'ah v'hamisha son. You could buy four or five sheep, four or five, uh, you know, wool or fleece. Not two sheep or not two fleece. We'll see why in a minute. In a minute. Right, the domesticated sheep you could buy from them. The ones that, you know, live out in the desert, you can't take from them. Bottom line, you want to know what the general rule is? You know who the shepherd is, and the owner would realize if this amount of things are missing from his assets, you can buy. If it's too small and he's not going to feel it, okay? Because then again, we have to suspect that the buyer, that guy's doing some side business, monkey business. Okay? And then I was going to analyze it right first, right first, right now. Amar more. You could buy four or five sheep. Arba v'hamisha gizin, four or five fleece. Hashta yeshlomer arba zevrina hamisha mibaya. Once you tell me I can buy four, why you tell me buy five? Of course I can buy five. I can buy four. No, no. Amar avchizda arba mitoch hamisha. When we said four, four or five, it doesn't mean four or five. It means four out of five. I Meaning a large amount that the, that the owner is going to realize that it's missing. Viika de amre. Some say a different version. Amar avchizda arba mi'eder katan v'hamesh mi'eder gadol. Four from a small flock, five from a big flock. Manas says, huh? Hagufakasha, that would be contradictory. Amart arba v'hamisha tson, arba v'hamisha gizin, arba v'hamisha in, aval shalosh, lo. Right? Four or five would be four or five, but not three. Ema sefa. At the end of the Baraitat said, aval losh tetson. Right? Not two sheep. And therefore, ha shalosh zavnina. Again, contradiction on the inference of the nation to the sefa. Not four or five means three yes. Not two means three no. So lakasha, okay. So make up. That's a contradiction. The man says no, it's not contradictory. Ha babriata ha bekahishta. When we say the not three, that would be the 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 uh, weak ones, and when we say yes three, that would be the strong ones. Why? Because the, the guy knows his best. His best animals. He knows which ones they are. He'll notice that the best ones are missing. But if they're, they're regular ones, the part of the group, he's not going to notice the three that are missing. Okay, fine. Uh, let's see. Should we keep going? What's tomorrow? Is a full daf? Let me just take a look. Tomorrow's the last day. Okay, you want to go a few more lines? We'll go a few more lines. What time is it? One forty-five. You guys go. It's a good. It's two dots. We should stop here. Oh, there's another two dots at the top of the page. We'll stop at the top of the page. Let's go. A few more lines. Ibayalu. Question. When I says, sorry, you build out, buy tot lochin mehen mit bariot en lochin mehen, right? You know, you buy the ones that are domesticated, not the undomesticated. Ibayalu, the biuda areisha kai luchumra odilma asefa kai vilakula. Is he going on the reisha and he's being mahmir, or is going on the sefa and he's being mekel? Areisha kai vilchumra de aman lochin mehen arbaav hamisha son hanimili buy tot. When it says you could buy four or five. That's talking about the ones that are domesticated. Because the guy's not going to know. He doesn't know what's out in the desert, right? 
Or Dilma, no, a Sefer Kai, Vilakula, he's going on the Sefer of the Mishnah, the Amar, right, Aval, Loshte Tzon, Veloshte Gizin, Hanimili, which not to the Midbariot, Aval Baitot, the ones that are local around the, around the house, Shtaim Nami Lochina, you could buy two over there because he'd notice because it's right in front of his face, right? Tashima, the Tanya Rebuild, Aval Melochin Baitot, Mehen, Ve'en Lochin Mehen Midbariot, Ubechol Makom, Lochin Mehem Arbaa, Vahamishat Son, since he says over here, you can buy four or five. So that's going even on the seifa, you have to say. And therefore, you can buy four or five. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Good. Take care. My guys. My pleasure. You got it, boys. Take care. Bye. Baruch Hashem. Yalla, bye.